Saying that summers in Texas are hot is like saying water is wet. It's true, but it's not groundbreaking news. This past summer was no exception. June was hot, July was hotter, and August was... Well, let's just not talk about August. One place where it was especially warm this summer was the plaza that sits in front of the Alamo in downtown San Antonio. When I visited a few weeks ago, the plaza was filled with sweaty and sunburnt tourists trying to squeeze in one final vacation before the end of the summer. About 1.7 million people visit the Alamo every year. In addition to the pivotal role its basement played in the 1985 film Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the 300-year-old Spanish mission was, of course, also the site of the infamous Battle of the Texas Revolution. But it's easy to forget all of that on an August afternoon when temperatures are in the triple digits and the sun is bearing down from above. Although the plaza may be lacking in shade, it has an abundance of snow cone stands. On a typical summer day, you can find a half dozen small carts selling $5 cups of flavored ice to tourists seeking relief from the Texas heat. That's what we're going to talk about on this, the 26th episode of The Works, a podcast about the world we build around us. I'm Brantley Hightower. Vendors begin to arrive around 9.30 every morning. They unload their carts on Crockett Street and then roll them to their designated spots around the plaza. Eight minutes, we're in and we're out. So we pull up, we unload, we drop it off, we roll, set it up, and they're gone. And then here, we're left here to clean up all the cereals, put them on top, set up the umbrellas, and we're good to go. I spoke with Lucy Trevino on a Wednesday morning as she was setting up her snow cone stand for the day. Wednesday is very slow. Um, it's a transition period. A lot, of, a lot of tourists, they leave on Tuesday and a lot of tourists come in on Wednesday, Thursday. So it's really, really slow. Everybody's just getting in, so they want to be in their hotels, they want to take a nap. They really don't come out. And then Thursdays, tomorrow is going to be really, really busy. So it's been like that for years. And my mom and my dad, they would come out here and they would sell their snow cones and I kept going. Downtown is where home is. So I keep coming downtown every year, every year, as long as the city allows us to. I've been doing this for 20 years, I suppose you could say. Since I was 18, I got my license, and I'm now 45, so a long time. Oh, why did I say that? Don't put that in there. <laughs> my snow cone cart, she's beautiful. She's white with blue, light baby blue trim. And on the front, she has a big, beautiful snow cone with bubbles on it. Back in the day, we used to hand paint all the carts. And one day I got a cup and I just put a circle on it and my dad goes, oh, you have bubbles. And he goes, you're bubbly just like your cart. And so ever since then, it's been bubbles. And when my dad passed away three years ago, I kept the bubble tradition going. Cherry, strawberry, coconut. We got 18 flavors and one sugar-free strawberry. Strawberry is number one, but raspberry is the second best right behind it because raspberry has been flying off the shelf this year. This year I ordered 52 cases of strawberry and 45 cases of raspberry. So what I do on a daily basis, I mix different flavors to see what I get. 
So if you mix the three reds, you get a Jolly Rancher flavor. If you mix raspberry and uh, mango, you get a gummy bear flavor. If you mix tamarindo with mango, you get like a root beer flavor. Yeah, it's really cool. Tiger's blood is um, coconut strawberry with a shot of sherry. Really good. My favorite is raspberry with lemonade. So good, so refreshing. Everybody's so used to piña colada, but if you mix banana with coconut, it takes it to a different level. It just knocks it out of the sky. Okay, baby. This is the only job that allows me to bring my son with me, keep an eye on him, and I also encourage him to learn how to work, how to talk to people, and how to be customer service all the time. How to be people friendly, because I think this is what this world forgets, how to interact with each other. I'm right in front of the Alamo today. Um, here, we have a six week term. We start off on the side of the Alamo, and we rotate all the way around. Every Saturday is a new week, we get a new spot. The sixth week is actually the best spot of them all because you're right in front of the Alamo as the tourists exit the Alamo or enter the Alamo. It's the first thing they see is you. And they're hot. They're not used to our little Texas heat. And they get a snow cone. Nineteen seventy-six, I want to say. That's when the program first started. When they first started, it was first come, first serve. You had to put a table in your location and we would sell off a table. And then it became war against the people that would get here. Some people would just camp out. And the city said, we can't have that. So then they implemented the carts. So then after them, they implemented the carts, they were still just fighting to be right here. So then the city said, no, we're gonna, we, we're gonna do this right. Everybody wants those summer dates. Those that get the winter, yeah, it's not gonna work out too good for them. It's too cold. People aren't aren't really into getting a, a snow cone, you know, getting yourself a raspa when it's 50 degrees outside. My name is Jaime Hernandez. I work with Center City Development and Operations. The idea was implemented to have the lottery because there was a lot of uh, arguing going on for the locations in Alamo Plaza, verbally, physically, and so because of this, they put into place a lottery. At this point in time, we have 20 grandfathered vendors and we have 12 vendors who apply on the annual spots. The lottery usually happens in April. So we, we start taking applications in March and we, we hold the lottery in April. So we go through all, all 32 vendors and all 32 vendors will select a number and we have a specific schedule where we put those numbers into their assigned spot. So e each vendor gets a total of, of nine weeks throughout the entire year. I, I would like to think that someone comes here and they're looking forward to seeing the, the Alamo and all of a sudden they stop and, you know, oh, Raspa vendors. And they stop and get themselves a snow cone and they're gonna take away from here. You remember that snow cone we got back in San Antonio? And how many calories is this? <laughs> Never checked. <laughs> 
everywhere all around the world this is beautiful everybody comes here from all around the world i know how to say snow cone in many different forms um let's see snow cones raspas gula is ice in for india um, minutas colitas i'm a cosmetologist gemologist I'm a little bit of everything. Daddy always called me trick of all trades, master of nothing. <laughs> I used to own my own bakery, but this is where home is. My snow cone part. Thanks today to Lucy Trevino, Jaime Hernandez, Rachel Stevens, and Lucas Bullery. Lucas was a student of mine back in 2013, and his site analysis of Alamo Plaza focused on its snow cone stands. I shamelessly stole that idea for this episode. The Works is a production of High Works, and you can find more information about it and everything we've talked about today at high.works. Until next time, I'm Brantley Hightower. Muchas gracias, muy amable.